Okay, let's begin. Baruch Hashem. We are blessed. Thank you very much. Thank you. We are blessed to be alive. We are blessed to begin another day. We're, beget, we're, we're, we're Baruch Hashem blessed that we're able to change and to grow. The purpose of a person being on this planet, the purpose of a person being alive, as the Gra says, as the Gain says, in the beginning of Evan Shlema, it's brought down <coughs> that if if a person a person is here on this world to, to, to break himself, a person is here on this world to work on himself, to be uncomfortable, to be uncomfortable. Now we don't want to hear that. It's a very tough way to start off the morning, to start off the beginning to say I'm comfortable, I want to be comfortable. And I'm not going to say, okay, we've got to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, even though that's, it is true, uh, but that's a very high level for a person, being un- a person being comfortable being uncomfortable. But once we understand, once a person realizes that the goal of life and the purpose of life is to constantly be be pushing himself beyond his comfort zone, which means, as we've said many times, the, the certainty of misery. A person would rather be certainly miserable than have the misery of uncertainty, which means that a person sometimes would rather be, would rather be miserably uncomfortable and he knows what he's uncomfortable about and he knows what's, what's difficult than, than the misery of uncertainty, which is, I don't know. I don't know where I'm headed. I don't know what it's going to be, the unknown. But the myla of the unknown, the benefit of the unknown, is the benefit of change and growth. The benefit of sometimes a person pushing himself beyond his limits is the unknown. And he covers ground. Because if you keep on doing what you've been doing, you're going to get the same results. That's, that's, there's no reason why anything would change. A lot of times we want to change, we want to grow, we want to see things different, and things just stay the same. And we wonder why things are staying the same. The reason things are staying the same is because you're doing the same things. And when a person does the same things, then he's going to get the same results. So one of the, one of the goals, and we've spoken about this many times, is that the default of a person a lot of times is negative. A lot of times the default of a person in his brain, for whatever reason, he has a bias towards negativity. He, he is, he, whether you want to say it's the Sahara, the Sahara we know is always pumping negativity, what I can't do, what I can't be, what I can't accomplish, what happened, failure, failure, failure. And we have to go against the grain. A person wants to go against the grain. A person will only be happy. As we know, simcha, simcha is Belashen Tzmicha. A happy person is a person who's growing, who's changing. Happiness doesn't just mean a person's like, ah, okay, I'm all happy, it's all good, all good, it's all, you know, easy. Right? When, when you uh, speak to people who've, who've gone to the army, only because I, I, I enjoy 
you know, when the guys from yeshiva who are in the army and they come back and I ask them, and they say, oh my gosh, I only got this amount of sleep and my commander, you know, uh, made us do this back and forth and blah, 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 and I can't believe it and I don't eat. We are, we're going on, uh, you know, I don't know, Shimon, anyone who's been here, Yoni, the guys who've been in the army, I don't know what I'm talking about. I can't imagine what it's like. So, but what's, but at the end of the day, what do you feel like? You feel incredible. You feel great. You feel accomplished. You feel you've been challenged. As we said last time in Sil Sharm, Ha Milchama Ha Chazaka. The Sil Sharm calls this world that we live in Ha Milchama Ha Chazaka. And we don't, we don't, we push against that. We push against the flow. We push against, that's, that's, what a, that's what a Jew does. A Jew is always going against the flow. It's one of the reasons they say, brought down, I don't know who, where the Minhagim come. I remember seeing many years ago, it's one of the inyanim that a person's supposed to have sal- salmon. I don't know if it was from the more current uh, Mepharshim that says, a Jew is supposed to have salmon on Shabbos. Why salmon, Bedavka? Because one of the characteristics of salmon is that salmon is always swimming upstream. And a Jew is always swimming against the current. A Jew is always swimming against the current, both on a, on a global, right, us, us as a clow, and then as an individual. And people who are great people, people who, who become great, people who, who are successful, are people who, who go against the flow. Not as a re- rebellious, not because I dafka want to go against the flow in order to be great. It's not that I'm doing it on purpose, going against the flow to be great. But the only way for a person to change and to grow, Yaakov, come on, I, I can't, I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to wait until after Shia Yaakov. Yaakov, back. So now negativity, let's talk about negativity. I love talking about negativity. Why do I love talking about negativity? Because I'm a negative guy. Me too. <laughs> but, but, the tr- but, the truth, but the truth is, it's not nice that I just said that about myself, because that's a very negative thing to say about myself. So I don't want to say, sorry, Yehuda. That was my fault, Yehuda. I set you up for that. So, so, uh, so, uh, so I, no, I want to say this for real, meaning when I said that I'm a negative person, I wasn't nice that I said it to myself. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm human, I'm normal. I'm, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm normal. I try to be normal. But what, what I mean is, is that I, I, the reason I like talking about negativity is because, is because I, I fight it. And I've, and, I've, and I've grown and I've worked on myself and I've got to continue working on myself because I... Because I have still within me a lot of negativity, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And um, I haven't accepted it, I don't think, 100%. But I try and accept it. And I try and, let me say better, I don't try and accept it. I try and not fight it. And I try and realize, as, as, as we've talked about many, many times, is that when you are saying that I'm, I'm not allowed to be negative, that in itself is negative. When you say it's bad that I'm negative, that is being negative. But when you say, oh, it's okay, it's okay that I'm negative. It's okay that I'm angry. 
It's okay that I'm upset at my father. It's okay that, I, that I'm upset at my mother. It's okay that I'm, that I'm not happy with the way I've, you know, that I've done things so far. It's okay that I'm, that I'm not where I want to be. It's okay that I'm in a bad mood. That's like the hard, you know, you know what kind of level that is to be okay that you're in a bad mood? It's like, that's a high level to be okay that you're in a bad mood. That's like, first of all, first of all, recognize that you're in a bad mood. First of all, feel the fact that you're in a bad mood. And then to be okay, Shimon, I'm sorry, did you have your hand up? I don't want, I don't want to forget. What? Yeah, on the misery comfort zone. Yeah. Could be that um, you would look at, uh, let's say, somebody you're close to, or even like, uh, someone in, the, uh, in your family, right. and like, look at them in a, a certain way because they do certain negative things, right? So you're like, oh, this is a job, like whatever. You know, this is they're always going to be, etc. You get stuck in that mode of like, hating them or having anger towards them. Is that also considered similar to uh, misery numbers? Yeah, yes, 100%. And then, like, uh, what do you do about that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for, first of all, thank you, Shimon. I, w- I want to just say something about Shimon Gold because we didn't mention this. Um, and I, I'm, it's okay. It's been a, a, a month or so since I've done this, so you'll have to deal with this. Is that if you all remember, just to do a little history, Shimon Gold, for like the whole year before he went back to America, was... was uh, was uh, bu- bugging out or whatever word it was. And every time, at least once a week in Mitzvah Sharm, he'd be asking a question about, what am I going to do when I go back? And what's going to happen when I go back? And how am I going to survive when I go back? And, and, you know, I was laughing. I mean, we addressed certain things, but we were like, come on, Shimon, you're a warrior. Shimon's a, Shimon's a soldier, you know, in the base Madrish in his life in general. He's a soldier. And uh, I was like, whatever, you'll, you're, you're going to kill it, as they say. So I just want to say that uh, I, I prophesize properly. Right? I'm saying that as a, as a joke, but Shimon, he, he was easy to prophesize about. Shimon Gold went, went back home, and he was a tzaddik, and he mission accomplished. So, uh, is that okay, Shimon? You know I don't like that. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to help you work, I'm trying to help you work on yourself. I'm joking. That was a joke. I want to I want to I want to say something. So so you know what you know what to do, Shimon, when it comes to that. The the I, I want to say something. I I think that I think that our I think that one of the challenges that we have, one of the challenges that we have is that is that we don't want to we don't I don't know if we don't want to. It's difficult, you know. It's always good to go back to the basics. It's difficult for a person to realize that it doesn't last. Positivity doesn't last. You got to do it on a daily basis. As the quote of, the, of, of one of the quotes, that, well, I'll say it in positivity. Positivity doesn't last. Neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. If you're not going to daily work on your positivity, if you're not going to daily work on, on gratitude and, and, and seeing the, the, the sun shine inside, I'm not talking about the sunshine outside. If you're not able to do that, it's going to be difficult. I don't, I don't want to say any curse, curse anybody here, but you will have a life that's going to be a negative, difficult life. You get married, it only gets more difficult. There's a lot of beauty, beautiful things that come with marriage. I'm not one of those everyone knows. I'm not saying marriage, marriage is incredible. 
But marriage can stink also. Marriage could be terrible. Because if you're miserable and she's miserable, then you're double miserable and you're married to her. And you have yourself and then you have this, this, this woman who's like that. And then you have kids. Then you have the, the miserable family. Then you wonder why your kid's miserable. Oh, oh, I know why my kid's miserable. Because you're miserable. Or your wife's miserable. And then you'll blame your wife. It's never my fault. It's her fault. And then you're dealing with a whole community, an internal community of miserable people. And then there's that one person that you know to blame, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. But the person you're going to blame, rightfully so, will be yourself. And you know why? Because you'll be right. Because it, it's your fault. Just like if you sit and talk Lush and Hara at your table and you, and you bash people at your Shabbos table or your dining room table or in the lunchroom or in your room. At the end of the day, that's you. That's on you. That's on you. And we don't like sometimes to hear that because, because it's hard. Because it's hard every day to get up. It's hard every day to push against the grain. Very hard to push against the grain. And very difficult for a person to, 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 to have new perspectives on things. And it's difficult. And we like to just inject ourselves and put a positive IV in our, in our bloodstream and just be like, ah, it's all good. That's what people do. That's why people do what they do. That's why people drink. That's why people smoke. That's why people escape because they're in pain or whatever it is. They're, they're in pain and they don't want to do the work, whatever it is. I'm not judging anyone. I have the, I'm, 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 uh, I'm the same. I'm, I'm an addict myself. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, everyone's like, oh, really? I didn't know you're an addict. Yeah, I'm an addict. I'm an addict to, to whatever I'm an addict. As they, I always say in, in Hebrew, I love the word addict more because it's machur. You're sold. You're a slave to things. I'm a slave to many things. I'm a slave to many things. That's why we do what we do. That's why we talk the way we talk. That's why we, we try and discover more and more about who we are. And it's a daily thing. It's a daily, daily, daily thing. And it's okay if you miss it sometimes. It's okay when you're negative sometimes. That's going to happen I promise you, sorry, I don't mean, like I said, I'm not cursing anybody here. It's going to happen that you're going to be negative. You're going to judge negatively. But if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a, a uh, path that, that, is, that you're working on that, and that's why I recommend it. That's why I recommend people doing affirmations. Not because, oh, I'm going to do affirmations, I'm going to fix myself. I'm going to say, oh, I love myself and I'm all good. That, so now I could fix myself. It's not about fixing yourself, right? As Mayor Mattel always says, it's not about, oh, have gratitude that's going to fix. That's going to fix. It's an <coughs> attitude of gratitude, which means I've I got to put in my daily diet, right? Just like if I don't eat breakfast, lunch, and supper, if I don't eat breakfast, if I don't eat lunch, whatever, whatever it is, you feel it. So you don't, you, if you're not going to work on your it's exercise. I don't know, speak to Yitzi Grunwald over here. I don't know how that works. A guy who's not exercising, I don't know how long it takes till he starts feeling the difference. It's the same thing with positivity and love and, and introspection and, and, and dealing with it. It's the same exact thing. Are you taking the medicine? Are you, are you, are you how often? Right? A guy who, who looks all like that, a guy who's all together, right, didn't just do it once a month. He, he's, he's got his regimen. And the less he does it, the, the, the weaker he's going to be. So, so too, 
when it comes to positivity and love and growth and change. That's what it's about. And the world, I just want to say, the world out there, the world out there, the world out there, I think, I'm not so tuned into the world out there, but I know whenever I tune in a little bit to the world out there, the world out there is not selling that. The world out there is selling the IV, is selling the IV of, of, of whatever they're selling. Whatever that, whatever they, they're saying to put in to the system, that's what they're selling. And no wonder why there's chaos. And no wonder why people don't even know if they're a boy or a girl anymore. No wonder. Because you get, you get, you get, you get, you get, uh, you get whacked out. You get whacked out if you're not working on yourself, if you're not tuning into yourself, if you're not daily, on a daily, on a weekly, whatever it might be. I get very inspired. I have to say, I just want to say, Ezra, right? I, I, I just, I'm sorry to embarrass you, but I'm, I just get inspired when, when a Yid sits in the Silsha-Sharm. It's the second time, I guess, I guess whatever we served, I guess the food was, was okay yesterday uh, to come here again. But I get inspired when I see a person, again, I'm not, I don't know your personal life so well, but I'm saying you're, you're sitting here, you know, uh, you could be working and making more money and doing whatever you're doing, but you're here to grow, you know, Masil Susharam to talk about life, so, mm-hmm. so welcome, I respect you very much. <clears throat> okay, let's begin with Avaklash and Hara, as we said yesterday. Now again, I just want to clarify, I just want to say again, the, the, the danger of Lashon Hara, the danger of Lashon Hara is twofold. The danger of Lashon Hara is, is, is twofold is the fact that you're, you're somewhere where you don't belong. When you're talking about someone, you're, you're in a place where you don't belong. You're, 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 you're in a domain where it's, it's, it's not your business. Mind your own business. That's not your, his life. Like we learned this, this last week in Kirgyot and this next week after Mincha we'll learn again with Hashem's help. Right? You can't judge someone until you walk, right? Till, what do they say? Till you walk, walk in his shoes. And the answer is you'll never ever be able to walk in someone's shoes. You have no idea why someone is doing what it is. You have no idea. So you can never, so the first, the first mistake of Lashon Har is that you're is that you're in the wrong business. You're in the wrong business. Like Rav Batal was saying yesterday, you took the wrong suitcase. You're in the wrong, it's not, that doesn't belong to you. You're, his life, why are you talking about him? Even if you're right, Lashon is you're right. The guy's, a, the guy's an idiot. The guy's a, a fool. The guy's a, a, a selfish person. The guy did this stupid thing. Great, but what does that, what does that have to do with you? I'm not talking about if someone does something to you like we've spoken about and you're dealing with it, you have to vent, you have to this. I'm talking about stop, I'm sitting around talking about something. What does that have to do? What does that have to do with you? That's number one. And the second thing is that you lose your mental energy and you lose the time working on yourself. As Mayor says, Pat Poe, keep it here. What are you what are you what are you working on? You lose the time for you to invest in yourself. And, it, and you know what it's the same thing we were saying before. It's an attitude. Where is my vision? Where is my time? Where am I spending my time and energy? Where am I spending my mental time and energy? Is it on everybody else? 
or is it all myself? Is it on everybody else or is it on my wife, my relationship with my wife, my relationship with my kids, my relationship with myself, my relationship with God, which is all the same. It's all the same. All the same. It's the, it's the, closest, it's the closest things to us. Or am I distracted, as Menachem Goldberger says, right? The dog chases its tail. The dog is chasing its tail, but at least it's chasing his own tail. It's not chasing another dog's tail. So that's what Lashon Hara does. That's why it's so important. That's why it's so important to learn. I, I, I just don't want to talk about people anymore. I'm done talking about people. I want to talk about myself. I want to talk about myself. I want to figure myself out. I want to figure out why I do things, what, what, what I do. Why I do things wrong. Why I, why I have the same problems that that person has. Because we all have problems. We all have deficiencies. We all have things that we have to work on. Nobody, that's, that's like the blindness of Lashon Hara. So what that that guy is selfish, okay? So? So what that that guy did that thing wrong? So I also do things wrong. I'm also selfish sometimes. I guarantee you anything you see in somebody else, I'm not even going into whatever you see in the person you have in yourself. Forget that. You also will. What, what don't you have? What, you don't have, you don't have a bag of tricks in your, uh, in your uh, toolbox or whatever it is that you have to work on? You don't have a lot of deficiencies there? Of course I have what to work on. So what are you busy working on what he's got to work on? Figure out what you got to work on. You can't change. Someone told me, someone told me uh, recently, someone told me recently, uh, Mayor is your third shout out. It's good. Mayor's Baruch Hashem. I was, someone told me, uh, over Bein Asmanim, they had such an amazing Bein Asmanim, and their parents, and they're this, and everything was like perfect. And they're like, it reminded, it reminded them of what uh, Mayor said, you know, uh, I'll, I'll give you the mic for that, Mayor. It's been a while, but it's so, it's so true. Yeah, go, Mayor. You got the mic. You know, first I thought I, I had a crazy dad, you know, a crazy mother, these annoying siblings who really needed to change. And then I went down, and then I changed, and I made myself a better person. Uh, and then I came home, and then out of nowhere, my dad became this great giving person, my mother, this loving, caring woman, my siblings, these wonderful people to be around. Wow. It's, and, and, it's so, and it's so true. And the frustration, I just want to say, thank you, Mayor. The frustration, I want to say something, the frustration of trying to change the world and to try and change the wife and to try and change other people, good luck. That's all I have to say. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Because a person could spend, a person, yeah. yeah. No, I was, I was thinking uh, like that it fits because if I see a problem with someone else that I'm upset with, I really have that problem in me. Right. But if I take a look at myself, and see that I have that problem, and all of a sudden I don't have a problem with him. Mm -hmm. But it's the same problem. So, exactly. like, what's up with that? Is it, is it the way how I see myself? Like, 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 do I maybe have a problem thinking, like, that I have a problem with that myself? And that, but really once I learn myself, I'll see it's fine, so I'll be fine with them? Well, and well, right. So I, I think part of it is that, is that it's all how you approach what a problem is. It's all how you approach yourself with your deficiencies. If a person is, is, says, I'm put on this world 
to work on my let, let, let me ask you, who's a healthy person? I've said this when it comes to Shadokin. <coughs> who's a healthy person? A person with a lot of problems or a person with not so many problems? Right? And nothing to do with how many problems you have. You don't marry a girl because she doesn't have problems. You don't marry a girl because she doesn't have problems. You marry a girl because she works on herself. I never saw someone say on their, on their thing, I'm looking for someone with no problems. If you're looking for someone with no problems, so then you're looking for someone who's dead. I mean, they, they might have other problems, but not problems on this planet. <laughs> who doesn't have, what does that mean? You're looking for someone with no problems. No, I'm looking for someone who works on their problems. And I have problems, and I'm happy. Ready for this? Oh yeah, that's one of the 48 ways for a person to acquire the Torah. O-A-S, Hatochachas. I love when people can point out how I can improve myself. I love when people, I'm not talking about myself, I'm just saying, I mean, I'd like to attain that level where I love, right? Why do you get upset at your wife? Don't tell me what I did wrong. Don't tell me this. Why do you get upset at your boss? Why do you get upset at somebody? Why do you get upset at somebody? Don't tell me what I did wrong. Don't tell why do you, why don't you not like your mother? And that, that's a normal thing. Your father, your mother, it's hard. It's hard. But ultimately, say, okay, bring it on. Bring it on. So I have, so, so good, yeah, maybe I'm, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you are right. Maybe I got this problem. Okay, once I'm here, so once I start doing that, so I look at someone else, I'm like, awesome. So he's got a problem. So what? He works. He works on his problem. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? So what did that guy, I saw that guy do that stupid thing, but I'm sure, right, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, if you see a Tamachacham, you see a person who's connected to, to Torah, who's doing it right, you see him doing a Beira, so it says, the Chazal say, I don't know if it's halacha, the stomach's halacha, right? You, you, you have to figure that, I think the Gemara says, Shema Asetuva, Shema Asetuva. He did Tshuva, He for sure did Tshuva. So what's the big deal? So he made a mistake. He made a mistake. The Gerev, I heard this from Rabbi Freifeld said this. I, it's like a funny thing to say, but I heard him say it, so it's not, it's not, I mean, I'm repeating over to the Sora. Says the 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 get from the Gera Rebbe. I don't know which one he was referring to. So I could do the biggest avera in the world, and the next second I could still I could I could be a tzaddik. You know what that means? Okay, so I messed up. So I messed up. So I messed up. Why is that? Why is the biggest tzaddik sitting there on Yom Kippur crying like a baby? What are you crying about? Why are you crying? Well, what do you mean? You have no problems, right? It's always the guy who does. It's always the guy who's in denial. Who's, who's not crying on Yom Kippur, who's not going ahead and doing tshuva. It's the exact opposite, because he can't handle, he can't handle his problems. He can't handle, he can't hold the fact that, that I got stuff, I got stuff that are going to work out. Imagine living a life where you're okay that you got stuff to work out. Imagine wake up in the morning and say, yeah, oh my gosh, I'm, a, I'm in a, I, I have such problems, I'm in such a terrible mood. I have an anger problem, I have a laziness problem, I got tightness, I got a whole... Rolodex of problems. And imagine being like, yes, that's what my life is about. Especially when you're young. When you get to my age, when you get a little bit older, right? What happens with Rafi? Uh, when you get a little older like us, right? What happens? So it's a little bit even it's it's a little bit harder because because you see the damage that your problems did. Because you have a wife for a long time, you have children, you see the mistakes you've made. See the mistakes you've made. It's much more painful. I've said that right many times. The teenager who wears the no regrets, 
It's not, I'm not telling brother, shut up, no regrets. You just, you, you just got on the bus, you know what I mean? You just stopped doing your homework a couple of years ago. Relax. Regrets for being like, yeah, I had my, my beer, I got really drunk. Like, wow, you're the first guy in the world to get drunk. I mean, I did this crazy thing. And, uh, relax. When you're married with children and you're uh, an idiot father and a terrible husband, then wear that t-shirt, no regrets. And then try wearing that T-shirt, no regrets. You'll be in pain subconsciously of, of the things that you, didn't, that you didn't do. And it's scary. It's scary, for, it's scary for you guys. But it's not, but at, least, but at least it's an opportunity for a person to say, okay, what, do I, what am I going to do? So how do I make it as best as I can? You're going to mess up as a husband. You're going to mess up as a father. Guaranteed. Guaranteed you will. You're going to mess up. But, but are you taking your medicine... Of, of love, of positivity, of working on yourself, of learning these things. If you're doing that, you're doing, you're doing the best you can. You're doing what you got to do. Yes, for the small. Yeah, just, just to add, yes. uh, it's funny I was thinking before I came, but it's not just, you know, the fact that everybody has problems, it's not just, it's just uh, that's the only way we were created. We were created to come closer to our Hashem. Hashem is perfection. I mean, we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. That's why I love this. That's why I love us. That's why I love what, what we do here because, because this is life. This is Judaism. Right? Many, many people, you know, shame and guilt and, you know, you know those all come from, from a lot of, you know, which a lot of people suffer nowadays in image, social media. You know, I got I to gotta be something for someone. I have to be perfect. I have to be the best. I have to be all that. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You don't. You don't have to be all that. Could be. I'm. I'm. I'm struggling with being all that. That's hard for me. Okay. You'll get there. Okay. Let's begin, Rabbi Tzvi. You're doing, you're doing a good job, Rabbi. <laughs> Come on, Rabbi Tzvi. You gotta add something. Come on, Rabbi Tzvi. I'll give you a couple. I'll give you. A, I'll, Thank you, thank you. Um, uh, I just uh, recently I'm dealing with a rough situation of someone uh, doing uh, messing me over financially, and I have a lot of friends around me that are saying, "See, you got to become more nasty, take it to court, get your mafia friends involved, etc., etc." And that's, that's in my battle today. I keep on telling my friends, like, you want me to change who I am and, like, cross over to that place that you might be right 
but there's things you just don't do. And my, um, a friend of mine that's a uh, was in charge for this older man on his properties. So one day the old man told him, he said, uh, you know, we'll call him Moshe. He said, Moshe, there's this guy that's not paying rent for the past few months, and he's lying, and he's taking from me, stealing from me. And he said, if I take him to Mason, am I going to win? And he said, for sure you're going to win. So he said, are you going to take him to Mason? So he said, no. He said, I want to leave that I did not enter that world, meaning to tell someone, we're going on a run, we're going to Mason, I'm taking the court. It, it's also, you, you put yourself now in that box. I'm not saying certain situations call for certain things, but uh, I think that also applies to Russian art and what Rebbe was talking before. It's like, what type of person I am? I could yell, I, because I'm right. But being right doesn't mean you bring something that's in the air. As I tell people in marriage, as Rebbe says, you never ever, even if you're fighting, you say the word, oh, so you want to get divorced? Because you took a word or something that was in the air. It wasn't, it wasn't on earth, it wasn't a physical thing. And you turned it into a mamasha sinta and idea. And the same thing with basin. It doesn't mean you should not do it. But just be aware that you took an area, a place, that one should never have to go to, and now it's part of your identity and part of your life. And, and, and I think like Rabbi uh, Small, and like we keep on saying, and, and it's a very, very hard thing, but if you tap into it, no one has ever lost from being the doctor. There's no such thing. That means something, someone did wrong to you, and you were quiet, a kid took something that's yours, and you didn't write it on the Fisher's chat, and you dealt with it or let it go, because you understood what a nebuch that guy is, that he needs to steal my hundred shekel, then guarantee you will get 10 times more than that. So I would you should be sorry to get to that point. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful, amazing, amazing, thank you. Let's learn the halacha, um, we're talking about avakla shenhara. Avakla shenhara means that you're not actually talking <coughs> negative about someone, but you are, what you're doing is you are um, giving an assist, so to speak, for someone to speak Lashon Hara, asking questions. And this is a toughie. This happens a lot. I'll give a few examples um, where you're setting someone up uh, by asking questions. For example, you say, do you like, right, a guy goes to a restaurant, so how was the restaurant? How was the service? How was the food? That's a uh, assist for someone to say, oh, I didn't like the service, I didn't, right, you go to, someone goes to a wedding, how was the band? Now we're not talking about where someone wants to hire the band or the caterer, that's a different conversation. We're talking about just um, talk. So how was it? Uh, are you satisfied? How's your doctor? Do you, do you like your doctor? Again, you're not asking litoelis, you're not asking because you want to, to get a new doctor. You're just making conversation. That's not called making that conversation, that's called talking Lashon Hara. It's not making a conversation. That's called uh, entering a zone that's very dangerous. Yeah, someone had there. Yes, Yehuda. I, uh, so I forgot why I was talking into my
Yeah. So I was watching this um, this like uh, this like demonstration of this um, this woman who does like this parenting stuff. You know, like start like getting nervous. You know, like, I was already like, crawling. Like, oh my gosh, I have no idea like, what I'm doing. So I watched some like videos. So my stuff. So in, so in the video, this little kid takes the toy from the little from another kid. He starts crying, right? And um, and like I always just love seeing how like what babies like naturally do. Because I know that I've from a lot. There's a lot from little kids because they're so like natural. And um, so the woman said, you know, like ask the kid like why he's upset. So the kid said because he took the toy. And then she asked, um, you know, can you think of? Getting exactly what she asked, but something like, you know, you know, could you think of like why he took it or some sort of question like that. So the kid basically said, like, like a little kid, you know, he, he didn't he didn't sit in some shear for years. Like the little kid said, yeah, like he wanted it, but um, but like it just like hurts me because like it's like I also wanted it, you know, like he like this little kid was totally aware, right. That you know, okay, he wanted it, but he's just sitting there like he did because, like, because he wanted the toy, meaning that that's why he was crying. Correct. Basically, he said, "I'm crying." Right, because I'm hurt. I wanted the toy. Like, right. So he in so touch. In touch with himself. Right. Correct. Because he, he didn't run into like somebody right. else or something else. Right. Being, Beautiful. Like, problem. Beautiful. And then, um, and then right afterwards, so I was doing this thing, and that that there's like a personality disorder. Where a person has a low like emotional range, and and it's not gonna it's not gonna affect them so much if somebody like criticizes him, and, and you know the person can have trouble getting into deep like emotional like relationships. I was like, whoa, like that's crazy because I'm you know like I would love to be on a certain level that you know somebody criticizes me, it doesn't bother me, or like I'm seeing like a schmuck a piece of cake, and now it's hard for me to focus on the conversation. You know, like I'm having you know with somebody about whatever. And it's like, yo, like, that's so healthy. That's so awesome. You know, like, if I didn't have that, I would be, like, diagnosed. And I would have different insurance. And I would, like, have a job, like, you know. Which uh, is just so awesome. And, like, amazing. Amazing. It's just so natural. Amazing. Amazing. You know, so to try to get back. Oh, beautiful. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Right. That's all. It's very, right. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to learn from children. That's one of them. That's one of the things the Mezzer Chamagat says. It's one of the things we learn from children is we learn how to how to cry when we don't when we don't get what we want or when something hurts us. We cry. We cry to Hashem. We cry. We cry. That's the natural thing. I'm hurt. I'm hurting. And that's uh, that's amazing. Yes. I think you're, it sounds like you're tying it in to say like, okay, I have this, I have this thing wrong. Like I have this problem. I have this, you know, it's okay. That's, that's life. Just to be, be in touch with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's so awesome that, that I'm Jewish and my like, Jewish guy says that that's what the, like, I hope it is. Right. Right. Correct. Just be with Correct. the way you're feeling. Yeah. Right. Correct. Correct. I love Jewish guy. Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, yes. My, my kid comes home from school. Right. How do I prevent 
What's wrong with saying, how was your day? So first of all, with your child, so first of all, if your child, that's a great question for Rabrafi's asking, your, your child, you, you, your child has to know that he can open up and vent to you. Your child, you know, definitely needs to know that you are open to hear his pain and he had a bad day and I hate my teacher and my friend did this to me. But you don't want to be that guy who's saying, uh, uh, lush and hard, Your kid needs you to, you know, you, you got you to listen to your kid. Huh? That's not, that's very different than just going over to somebody random, you know, who comes back from a wedding and say like, oh, so how was the wedding? How was the wedding? What do you expect him to say? I'm saying he might say, yeah, it was great. The caterer or the whatever, they were so late, you know, that's, that's just natural conversation. But to ask your child, to ask your wife, you know, how was your day? How's everything? And then you can learn to reframe. You can learn. This happens to me all the time. My teacher, my teacher, I hate school. My teacher, you're going to get that. You'll get that. Oh, I, I can't stand this teacher. I can't stand. Then you got to investigate. You got to be curious. You got to say, like, what's up? Talk to me. Let me hear. What's the story? You know, you got to be sensitive to hear what, what's going on. And then how could I look at it positively? You talk to your children, you know, normally. How could we reframe that? Could you see any good in your teacher? Could you tell me? I t- I've told this to you. I used to have at the supper table five things or whatever where the family was together. Tell me five good things that happened to you today and five negative things that happened. Because I wanted them to you know, have a forum in the house to, to be able to talk. And then I dropped the five negative things. What do I need to hear the five negative things? You know, uh, tell me five positive things that happened in school today. Tell me five things that you're thankful for today. I would, I would do it myself. It's not like, oh, you're the kid. You've got to share. I want to share five wonderful things as well. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Great question, Rafi. Hashem should help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoha to, to, as the Chavetz Chaim tells us, to work on ourselves to, on a daily basis as much as we can to learn the halachas, to learn what it is to be positive, to learn what it is not to speak about somebody, to learn how simple questions are not so simple, to learn to, to be careful, right, as, as your mouth. Your mouth has the most protections of anything in your body. It has your teeth, your lips, has your, you know, your tongue is, is protected for a reason, right? The laziness of the body versus the laziness of the mouth. Halavai, our bodies were as unlazy as our mouths. Our mouths can run. Our mouths can run and our bodies are a little bit heavier. It's really supposed to be the opposite. Your body, you want to train your body to be moving and your mouth to be quiet. And I want to be very clear. Someone who needs to talk to somebody specifically about their childhood, about what they're dealing with, uh, that's a mitzvah to talk. Talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. We said yesterday by Rabbi Gronshir, I visited a little bit, we were talking about that, is that sometimes people who talk and talk and talk and talk and talk is that they're really just protecting themselves because they really have a lot of deeper things that they really need to share. And they're protecting themselves by talking and talking and talking and they're not really talking about what they really need to talk about, what they really want to share. So when we say not to talk, it doesn't mean not to find somebody who you, can, who you can express yourself. And a lot of times people don't talk about the things 
that they need to talk about. And they just talk about everything else. They talk about all the things that are irrelevant. But to be someone who expresses himself and someone who finds, and again, it doesn't have to be sitting around. Now, if you have a group of people, right, I know there are a lot of groups here. I know Mayer has a group, I think, right, Benjamin Simcoe, you guys have their groups here, right? You have a group of anxiety, a group about talking about, let's talk. That's what you say, let's talk. When you're in a forum, right, it's one of the healthiest, it's one of the healthiest things for a person. Yes, Mayor, please. I was going to say, uh, today uh, we are starting a brand new, never before seen workshop. Yes. On, uh, on self-value, six weeks, change your life. Thank you, Mayor. When you talk, when you talk, when you talk about things in a healthy way, that you can change your life. When you talk about things in an unhealthy way, you could change your life the other way. I mean, I'm serious. When a person talks to a, a therapist, uh, a person talks with a chevra that who are working on growing, a person talks to his rebbe to open up about himself. That's the most beautiful talk. That's the most beautiful talk. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. I'm very excited about Masil Sisharim uh, today. Um, because it's a very, um, it's a topic that I think everyone's going to definitely get excited about. But Hashem will help each and every one of us, so there's be not to speak any Lashon Hara today, every day, not to be Makabal Lashon Hara. Yossi Tischler, welcome back. Welcome back, Yossi. Welcome back, Yossi. We missed you very much. We missed you very much. Hashem should help. You should have an amazing Zban. Like all of us, Mir Hashem, and Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be zocha to to not hear any lashon hara, not speak, not to speak any lashon hara, not to be makabel any lashon hara, or rechilas, of course, mozi shemra. We should be zocha to see the good in ourselves, to see the good in others, and even that good could be seeing the bad. Seeing the bad could be seeing the good, which means it's okay that I have this problem. Being being open to see that I got this problem. That's, that's great, it's awesome. I'm so happy that I discovered that I have this problem. Mitzvah will be zocha to that, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. In Mesil Zishon, we're at the end of Perak Yud Aleph. Uh, the end of the Perak, the end of the chapter is very, very strong because we're in the world of jealousy and one of the greatest, uh, to me, a great line that the Mesil Zishon says, and I'm just gonna read a little bit and then we can talk about it. Uh, the Mesil Zisharim says, um, I'll give a little bit of an intro um, after I say it. He says, Ki hakina. Ready for this, everybody? The sister for jealousy, the brother of jealousy, the twin of jealousy is Chemda and Taiva. Chemda and Taiva. Just to give a quick, based on the grow, which means it's it's MS what he says, meaning it's not an opinion. This is when, the, when Chazal say chemda, it means money. And taiva means the taiva of women, a physical taiva. Chemda, nobody has, even though they show it in commercials and all that stuff, that your car, right, is a, right, it's, it's, it's a, it's your girlfriend, your car is, right? That's just to mess up your brain and just to make everything confusing. No one wants to hug their car. No one needs to take money and to kiss money. They do that because, because they're whatever. They, they, they don't have clarity of what, what's what. 
there's no physical desire for a car, at least not yet. Could be in 50 years, you know, people will marry cars. I'm sure there's a story, someone could find the internet that someone married a car, I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure. But, but, that, but there's no taiva, there's no natural taiva to kiss your car or to kiss and to hug money. Why? Because it's chemda. It's a deeper desire. It's not a desire, a physical desire. A, a, a woman, nashim, and taivas, those are physical. Those are f- literally physical desires. That's the difference between chemda and taiva. Chemda means you are homemade. You, you, you want, it's internal, it's very emotional. It's very, very emotional. Physical is physical. You're a healthy male, then you have physical desires. So says the Ramchal, look at this, he says, the brother and sister of jealousy is the desire. He says, here it is, guys, this is it. Oh, and I got to give everybody a brach here because everybody gets very nervous when we talk about money, and we're going to talk about money. So I have to give the intro to everybody. I give everybody here a bracha that you'll have a lot of money. You'll be able to pay for your, for your family. You'll be able to have food and you'll be fine. You'll have all the money that you need and some more. Amen. Amen. Great. Let's get that out of the way. Um, uh, we love money. We love money, as our home is going to tell us. So everyone's going to have a lot of money. Now let's talk, now let's talk, let's talk facts. Right? Money will tire you down and will rip you apart. Until the day you die. That's what he says. As we know from the Lava Malka, right? Altira Kiyasharish, right? If someone knows the song, right? But it's, uh, it's words from a, from a Piyat. I think that's where it's from, that's right. I know it from Altira Kiyasharish. Don't worry when you see. What? Tilim. Altira Kiyasharish. Don't worry when someone's going to be rich. What are you worried about? Alti Raki Ashirish. Right? Kiyirbek, Voidbeso. He's going to have a lot of good stuff. Don't worry about it. Don't get jealous of that guy. Jealous, you see? You're getting jealous. You're jealous that that guy's got a lot of cash. Don't worry about it. You know why? Don't worry, it says. Alti Don't worry. Why? Kilobimoso. Right? He's not going to, it ain't going to go anywhere with him after he's dead. It doesn't go, you don't bring nothing. When you're dead, you don't bring money. That's why I give the bracha. Don't worry, you'll have money. People get nervous. They say, okay, either I'm going to be a tzaddik and I'm going to be a good Jew and I'm going to drive a beat up. In my day, it was a station wagon. I don't know you guys know station wagons. Great. I'm sure it'll come back. It's probably, it would be a cool car to have a station wagon. Right? But right, a beat up Chevy, a beat up, right? What? Yeah. Oh, you remember that? Right? So, so, so why you get, if I want to be an Erlich Hayid, if I want to be connected to Hashem, I got to be poor and I got to have no money. And if I'm going to have a lot of money and that's my pursuit, then I got to leave, leave it all and that's what it's about. My proof to that is that that means that anyone who's in business, anyone who's working is very, very wealthy. It's not true. And that means that anyone who's learning, anyone who's in Torah is very, very poor. That's also not true. So that's fake news. So what does it say? It makes a person toil. You think about money, 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 especially from, from, the, from, the, from, from God bless America. And God bless America. I have tremendous Akkurus I'm American. I will always be American. And from Pinta Scheinberg, from Scheinberg said when he's in his 80s, 
he had a little bit of excitement, whatever the story is, I'm sure that's not the story because stories get whacked out. But the point is, the point is what? He got excited when he's in his 80s about the Yankees winning the World Series. I got excited, or he didn't get excited, or he thought about it. So me for sure, I'm, 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 I'm American through and through and through and through. One of our trades of American, besides that we have big egos, right? We love, we think we're the best in the world. So someone's gonna say, what do you mean? We are the best in the world, right? Okay, exactly. That's how Americans think, we're the best in the world, right? We're the best in the world. That's why, uh, whatever. That's America. We're best in the world and we love money. We're the best in the world, ego, and we love money. It's all about the money. Why do you have to leave money? I gotta, why do I have to leave yeshiva? I gotta make money. Why do you have to get a job to do this and go to college, right? I'm sure you've all, I gotta get a degree. I've had this, I've heard this many times. You gotta go to college to have something to fall back on in case that doesn't work. I, for smart, and I've heard smart, I mean, they're not so smart if they said that. That's, that's one of the most, I'm sorry if I'm gonna offend anyone. I know a lot of people listen to this year, they get nervous. What Rabbi Fisher saying, don't go to college. We have a college program set up. We have people going to a master's program. I'll help people get jobs. It's not about that. But I've heard that. Go get a degree to fall back. I don't know if you guys have heard this, right? You get a degree to fall back on in case it doesn't. So that means I got to go to medical school, but then also go to law school. That, that's like telling someone who's in medical school, oh, by the way, when you finish your medical degree, also go get a law degree. Why? In case the medical school doesn't work out. That's the, the, the craziest thing that I've ever heard in my life. But what's the shot? You know why? Because it's all about the cash. It's all about the money. It's all about me making money. And he says it. He says, Ein And he says, Here we go. You guys ready? The desire for money. The desire for money is Oseres. I love that. It shackles you. It'll put you in jail. It'll put you in jail, mental slavery. I don't know if anyone knows what I'm referring to. Mental slavery. All you think about, mental slavery. It puts shackles on a person. The thickness. And here it is, another one that I love. Have you ever met the millionaire or the guy who's got $10 million who's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I got my 10 million. Let me start learning Torah. Let me put it in the bank. Let me go ahead and let me learn all day. How many people have you met that have done that? They made their money and now they can go ahead and now people talk about that. I can't wait till I retire. No. You make a million, you want two million. You make five million, you want ten million. Why? Because Chazal and Kohelis and Shlomo Amelech, the smartest man ever to live, knows us better than we know ourselves. And what does he say? Oh, wave Kesef, if you're running it, and again, for all those who get nervous, you'll have a lot of money. Don't worry about it. You'll have money. But it's, the question is, is that what you're running after and that's what you live for? Oh, wave Kesef, lo yizba Kesef. You will never, ever, ever, ever be satisfied. You will never be like, ah, I'm rich. I got all the money I need. You're going to want more and more. He hamasira oso, and this is, the, this is the key, and we'll end off over here. The hardest thing that money does is it takes you away from life. It takes you away what's, from what, what it's, what's important. How many people are willing, right? We've said that, right? A guy goes ahead, and he goes to Uman for Rosh Hashanah, or he goes for a week. 
He goes on a trip to the Kvarim, to the Tzadikim, right? He goes, let's say, of Uman, because that's, that's people Rosh Hashanah, a chutzpah. How could you leave your wife and children? What a terrible husband you are. You're going and you're leaving your wife and your children for Uman for a week on Rosh Hashanah. How could you do that? How could you do it? Oh, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. It happens for Rosh Hashanah. I have a business deal in the Ukraine where I'm trying to make a big deal. I'm buying buildings, blah, blah, so I'll be away from my family for a week. Oh, okay, that's okay. Oh, that's okay. Oh, suddenly that's okay. Suddenly a business trip for a week away from your family, that's okay. That you can do. Because why? Because I'm making, I'm, making I'm, I'm making life. But to go ahead and to, to, to be, to go to Mariv, right? Imagine that. We talk about Shalomai is leaving Mariv for you, right? We speak about that. You're leaving to go to Mariv, Shonari Shaina, you're leaving to Chavrusa, a chutzpah. You're leaving for Chavrusa, you're leaving your wife. But if you had a deal to make cash, you'd get a hetter. Could be you'd get a hetter from your wife too. Buy another shaito, whatever it is. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? What, What's the pshat? Why? Because, because we, love the, we love the dough. We love the money. Now again, it doesn't, mean that it's, it doesn't mean that it's bad that you love money. It's a normal thing to love money. It's a normal thing to want and want more and more and more. It's very normal. It means your heart is beating properly and your system is working because the Mesil Zisharim is telling us this. But look what he says. Kamat filos nevados. Kamas mitzvahs neshkachas. How many people have messed up in their relationship with their children, with their family, with God, all for more and more and more money? He says, Kolshkein Talmud Torah. And it's mateshes, we'll end off with this. It's mateshes as kocho, it actually weakens you. Berov hadaiga, it makes you worry more. Afilu achre, hesigu harve. Even after you've reached so much, it still wears a person down, as the Mishnah says, Marbe Nechasa Marbe Daiga. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zocha. And as I said, I'm, 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 a, uh, I'm not here telling anyone, I'm not here telling anyone not to get a job. I'm not telling anyone to not support their family. I'm not telling anyone, right, with Derech Eretz, Yafet Talmud Torah in Derech Eretz. Person needs to make a living. Person needs if he has to go to college. A person needs to go ahead and and uh, and make a, a good living. It's very very important. I'm the first person to help people learn how to make a beautiful, beautiful, healthy living and to make a lot of money. But the question is, how much are you running and running and running and chasing after something that well you'll never be satisfied with and something that will pull you away from what's the most important thing in your life. The most important thing in your life is not, right, what's, that, what's, that, uh, what's that line they say? Um, uh, that, guy, that guy is so poor, all he has is money. That guy is so poor, all he's got is money. Right? It's not worth all the money in the world to, have a, to be a good husband. How are you gonna become a good husband? I know people, I know people who live the life in, 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 they live that life buying their wife, buying this, and blah, 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 and they're miserable. They have miserable, now, now again, it doesn't mean if you don't have money, you have a good marriage. It doesn't go hand in hand. 
But if your pursuit in life is my richness in life is to be a great husband, is to be a great father, is to be someone who's connected to Hashem, and I'm going to focus on that, and I'm going to put my energy, and yeah, I got to work, yeah, I got to make a living, of course, but that's a piece of the pie. That's not the pie itself. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha. That all the words of the Ramchal, of the Chavetz Chaim, as, uh, as Binyamin Berkowitz, Berko says, said, and it's so true, you want to change your past, you want to change your past, work on today. Work on today, you can't change your past. There's nothing you can do to, to change your past. There's nothing you can do, it's dead, it's done. Work on today. You want to help your future, work on today. So at the end of the day, all you got is today. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoha. I hope I'm not going to embarrass the third person today. Um, in a, hopefully it's in a good way that I embarrass. But I can't not welcome, um, in my opinion, I started off, but I'm happy I waited um, until the end for this. Um, I said the, the misery of the certainty of misery versus the misery of uncertainty. Um, when someone can take up, pick up, and leave his life in America um, to come to Eretz Yisrael, uh, even if he has uh, uh, an amazing, uh, successful, incredible, legendary brother here, uh, who's, who's one of the legends of this yeshiva. Um, so okay, of course, I would chase my brother, who's, who's the man also, because um, Benny is a king over here, and Benny's an incredible person. All, all, all of us have known him. Well, I definitely would chase, if I were Benny's brother, I would also chase him to wherever he is. Um, but it takes a lot of humility, especially being his older brother. Um, it takes a lot of humility um, that, uh, and, and, and a neshama, a person to leave America, uh, I think, I don't know all the details, but working and successful, doing things to come to Eretz to come to Yeshiva, that's what life's about. That's what life is about. When I see that, I get inspired. So, Matis, welcome. Welcome. We've got to get Menachem. We've got to get a third Pepos over here. We've got to get Menachem back. But uh, Hashem should help you to, uh, to find what you're looking for. To find what you're looking for to dig. Because the digging, the digging you've got to do yourself. We could, we could help you figure out what to dig for, where to dig, and how to dig. Oh, quoting Matisio. Well, not really quoting Matisio, I'm quoting, quoting the Rebbe. But uh, the, the, to, to tell you what, where to dig for, what to dig for. But Amir Tashem, you should be Zoka, Matis, to dig for what you're looking for and to find it. Um, and all of us, thank you. Have an amazing day, everybody. Shalom. Shalom.